Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd. So, uh, as always, we have Zoe playing uh, Sivia, Mitch playing Kazir, Emily playing... Beatrice, uh, Laura playing Conrad, and Johanna playing Fall. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, where we last left off, the party uh, were kind of getting to know each other, um, making camp and foraging for food and cooking it. Uh, Beatrice brought back a rather impressive horde. Uh, Kazir uh, brought back a decent amount, nothing to be scoffed at. Um, and Sivia helped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone took a watch, except for Conrad, although Beatrice still woke Conrad up for a watch. Yeah, thanks, Beatrice. Conrad uh, disliked that. It's a problem on the top of the screen. Each watch passed uneventfully. So, we return to the party at dawn uh, as they all wake up. Except for Sivia, who's already awake because she had her watch. Yep. Uh, for anyone who wakes up she is definitely uh for any listeners who didn't listen to the first episode uh what are you doing here but uh she rolled a three on perception so she would not notice any of you waking up and uh she any of you who do wake up would find her still with her nose buried in her ornate um very old looking heirloom like book excellent Mm. But at some point in the night, she has taken her hair out. So it is in, in its normal um, curly glory. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, well, Kazir is a fairly early riser. Okay. Um, so whatever time he's able to wake up, uh, he will. And he'll sort of set himself up and have a little bit of a meditation session. Okay. Fantastic. Beatrice is also an early riser, being a ranger. So she gets up, grabs a small handful of berries from the night before and walks over to uh, hand them to Sevia and uh, just pops her hand on her shoulder to try and get her attention. <gasps> oh, oh. And she snaps her book closed. She goes, thank you. Uh, is it, is it, is watch over already? Yes, it's morning now. Here, some berries. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes, um, interesting read. Uh, thank you. And she's going to kind of set her book to the side and eat the berries. All right. So, uh, um is going to wake and look around and then um, noticing uh, Kazia go over to meditate. Um, Fall's just going to kind of look for a moment with an unreadable expression on their face and then um, go and walk 
away from Kazia and go and start getting some food. Okay. Excellent. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Um, and Conrad wakes up grumpy because he's just <laughs> been sleeping against a tree. He's usually used to sleeping in a nice so much sleep, though. Come on. He's <laughs> awake for five minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, and um, so, yeah, he kind of, like, um, wakes up just kind of, like, glaring. <laughs> sort of gets up, stands up and is, like, trying to decrick his, like, back very obviously. Um, tries to do a couple of stretches and then, like, um, sort of, I don't know, looks around, mostly perturbed again because he's like, oh, yeah, great, woken up, still in this place, not great. Um, and then so he kind of... Um, Plops back down again with his stuff and sort of uh, opens up his suitcase and carefully like tries to sort of like um, and you can like, kind of see like a a very pained expression go over his face, which um, is mostly uh, no bath around here. Excellent, <laughs> um, and so sort of like uh, I believe he's a little water skin or something. I think. Um, and he sort of gets that out and like, tries to like, wash his face um, and his hands and stuff like that, sort of like freshen up a bit. Um, yeah. And then once he's done with that, he'll... And while he's doing all that, he's just carefully looking over to see what everyone else is doing. Um, but not as if he's totally not doing that at the same time as well. So, yeah. <laughs> just keeping an eye on everyone. Yeah. That's his morning routine. Okay, so once once everyone has gone through the process of getting ready, having breakfast, all that, packing up camp, what would you like to do? Well, Sylvia, as you so kindly offered, here is part of my luggage. Do be careful with it. Uh, she takes it from you. Uh, how heavy is it? Um, he'll probably give you, because he has, like, a suitcase that he'll still have, but he'll give you, like, a bag, um, so it wouldn't be super heavy. Okay, she's gonna kind of chuck it over her shoulder, um, and try to, like, weight balance everything, because she also carries <laughs> her spell, her book under her arm and not in her bag. Yeah. And she's gonna be like, well, uh, deal's a deal, but, uh, do you know what way we're going in order to get out of here or find civilization or just find other people. Oh, of course. Well, I'm us. sure, I'm sure it'll be that way. It just points towards the road. And yeah. I'll roll. So there, there is, there is a road that you. <laughs> I just rolled for fun. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> Ah, oh, well, in fact, I know exactly the way we'll be going. It will be that way, perfectly straight up the road. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, because you got the net 20 for nothing, um, I'm just going to say, like, for for the dramatic flair of it, um, like, this, the sky, what you can see of the sky is still grey. Um, uh, like, and, like, the moment you point, you hear, like, the... Of a th- of a of thunder roaring in the distance. <laughs> the crow like points proudly, and like, kind of like flinches a little bit, like oh. Uh. He turns around, the hands on his hips, like yes, there we go. <laughs> I would have thought that was obvious. The road must go somewhere. 
It's as good as anywhere. Hmm. Yes. All right. Well, onwards then. <laughs> oh, are you leading the way? Well, I assume we're all traveling in the same direction. Uh, I don't know. Yes, whether... but are you going to be at the front in case anything should happen, in case we come across any more hands or little gnarly beasts that want to choke us? Are you putting you yourself at the front, Conrad? How you brave of you. Turns and looks at her with his eyes narrow, and he's like, Well, <laughs> I suppose that's as good as any. Yes, I, I will lead if everyone else is following the same direction. I will, of course, warn you not to try anything, um, as I have eyes, not literally, but uh, metaphorically in the back of my head. So, yes, all right. He kind of rolls his sleeves up again pulls his cloak up and kind of like uh, unsheaths his rapier and kind of like stops, like starts to go forward. Yeah. Go ahead, brave leader. <laughs> he turns around and glares at full <laughs> calculating early. Hmm. Excellent. Well, yes, let's go. All right. I'm assuming Kazir and Beatrice just watched this happen. Like, Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I'm not like, interfering. I'm looking over at Beatrice like, you should probably be in, in charge, but <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it's oh, probably about yeah. 6.30, 7-ish by the time you hit the road. Um, and you uh, spend the, f- what, at around... Basically, at about midday, um, you uh, come upon two uh, upon a set of gates. Fog spills out of the forest to swallow up the road behind you, uh, and ahead, jutting from the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road, are high stone buttresses looming grey in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework. Dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars, and two headless statues of armed guards flank the gate, their heads now lying among the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with silence, and there is this uh, image to share. If you want to see it, like, mm. check oh, it out. Oh, I the don't like it. Yeah. Oh, that looks very, very creepy and imposing. Ooh. Yeah. Very run-down gothic, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Mm. Fun. Well, we've found civilization, maybe. It doesn't look very welcoming to me. Uh, as you approach, and as you say that, Paul, the gates swing open. Technically welcoming, but <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Certainly oh, ominous. Darby. Yes. Uh, would Sevia uh know from any of her history books? Like, would this give her an idea of kind of like where they are? Because we as players know where we are, but. Mm characters i don't think we do so roll me a history check yeah okay please oh 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 
that's a 19, baby. <laughs> okay. Nice. Right. Oh, just wait till combat. <laughs> so you, you have heard... It's more akin to fairy tales or legends than actual history. But you have you have heard of a land called Barovia, a land that was uh, lost uh, from a from a far off uh, world on another plane of existence um, that was supposedly drawn into some other plane of existence. Uh, and kept away from from uh, from its world of origin. Yeah. Beyond that, you haven't really heard much about it. But this, mm-hmm. the the kind of architecture of these walls seems, and the fact that you've kind of had that little extra planar jaunt to get here um seems to suggest like that's probably the only thing that comes to mind when putting things together yeah okay um well i (laughs) this may sound silly to you all but i think this might be a place i've heard of in fairy tales uh not not the nice ones i think you can tell Oh, definitely not the nice ones. No. Um, not encouraging, personally. Well, um, it's it, it looks, from, from what I've read, it looks like Bavaria, if you've heard of it. <laughs> Is it Bavaria or Barovia? Barovia. Barovia. Well, <laughs> it sounds like, it, it looks like a place I've read about called Barovia, um, but that's meant to be in a whole other plane of existence, which, um, considering where we were yesterday, I think uh, makes it a bit more plausible than me 24 hours ago would have thought. That shouldn't be possible, though. I mean, fog can't exactly transport you to another plane, especially one in a fa- from a fairy tale book. That's... But hands aren't meant to crawl upon the ground without a body attached to them, so who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe we're in for a whole new world here. Come to think of it, my connection to uh, my deity's been a little bit shaky, so that'd, that'd make sense if we're on a different area. Um, ball, because you yes. have the highest passive perception, you would notice as... as as you have been walking along the path, um, mm-hmm. more and more of it has been kind of enveloped by by the kind of mysterious fog. Oh, I don't like that. Speaking of the f- magic fog, it does seem to be getting awfully foggy here. Oh, God. M- maybe it will take us back then? I mean, presumably it's a door sort of situation and not a, oh, you know, so. permanent. Is- would, would you like to head into the mists? Oh. That's a very it's dangerous question. Yeah. <laughs> Either makes a noise or just goes through. Yes, excellent yes. suggestion. Yes. Is it like a rock or something on the ground? 
Um, there's there's like rocks around. I'm gonna pick up a rock and I'll get to within like twenty feet or thirty feet or so of the fog. Okay. Yeah. Does it look like the same sort of fog? It's it's sort of all encompassing instead of being yeah. a similar pillar. It's it's the same kind of consistency, but yeah, it's more okay. all encompassing. All right. Um, I'm assuming nothing's going to happen, but because he's going to throw a rock into it anyway. Okay. Did you throw a rock into the fog? It's it's like you can't see past it, so it's a bit hard to tell whether. Do I hear it land or anything? Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception check. Oh. Well, I guess we all well, we all probably can. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Can, yeah. Ten. can we all? Because we were all yeah, listening. Yeah, ten, ten is enough to like. Um, you hear you hear a faint. Uh, okay. Well, the rock landed. So that's no- that's as scientific as I can get. Come Probably on. regular fog then. Sure. I don't really want to step in it though. <laughs> I wonder if it took us somewhere else. Uh, hmm. Hello, fog. Anyone through there? Anyone on the other side? No response. Well, it's worth a try. How well, far are we from, like, the the heads on the ground or, like, the gate itself? Like, how far are we from that? Uh, probably about 60 feet. About 20 metres. Okay. Um, Again, uh, I don't think this is going to do anything, but Sevia's had a weird day uh, already. So she's going to be like, she's going to yell at the uh, statue heads on the ground. And she's going to be like, hello, uh, are either of you in any way sentient? And would you be willing to help us? I'm sure we could put your heads back where they belong if you do. No response. Worth a try? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, worth a try. Good job. Because he is just going to sort of sidle up next to Sevia. Um, I assume we're sort of spread out in a way, having followed up to the fog. Yeah, somewhat. And then Sevia's yeah. over at the heads. Because mm. um, he is just going to sort of come up next to Sevia and softly... Not whispering, but not trying to yell or anything. So in these stories that you've read, do you know about anyone coming or going from those places? Do I, Darby? Uh, no. No. Um, no. Um, the fairy tales more like legends they're they're fragmented and they're not really told anymore most of them have been lost to to history most of what i know is what my parents taught me when i was a child um not a lot of it stuck amongst everything else and it's probably not something that you've particularly paid too much attention to because it's yeah. it's not at all attached to the history of the air law yeah it wouldn't be relevant to. It's, yeah. It hasn't been relevant to my studies. I've had no reason to think about a fairy tale from childhood, but the the gates they uh, they reminded me of it. That image always stuck with me when I was little. I'm sorry, I can't be more of a help. Um, Don't apologize. No, you know really? more than 
everyone else here. So <laughs> if anything, you're the most useful one here. Oh, <laughs> you told us where we were. I just threw a rocket of mist. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you I'm sure you have far more practical skills. Um, most of what I do is in theory. Um, anyway, this is not a time for, for self-pity and, uh, and a wallowing. So um, we're just... Ah, I really hope talking to the heads would work. <laughs> well, worth a shot. Uh, and I turn back to the rest of the group. Um, and I look over at Beatrice, but I address the whole group. So... Really, we got a couple of options. We can wait here and go back into the fog, see what happens, or we can push on through those gates. Well, I'm in favor of going through the gates. I mean, if there's some um, civilization in there, I think it's worth having a look in one way or another. No, last time we went through the mist. It didn't end well for us. True. Good point. So I vote gate. Is, uh, isn't the fog sh- the gate shrouded in fog? Uh, not in the same. Like everything's kind of shrouded us. in a okay. sort of, yeah. Okay, okay. Like a kind of gloomy fog, but it's not these uh, all-encompassing mists okay. as you have uh, behind you. Well, I think if we, um, yes, I agree with uh, Beatrice and um, Conrad. Uh, I think if we if we move fast and we try not to touch any patches where the fog, fog looks particularly thick, uh, we we should be uh, fine. Sounds good to me. <laughs> good. Well, who would like to go in first? Oh, brave leader! Of course, it should be you. <laughs> Me, well, <clears throat> all right. Well, um, turns Unless around. You're scared. I'm not scared, of course. Um, but uh, for for um, marching orders' sake, uh, Beatrice, I would like you to thank my right, thank you, as we enter in and. Uh, Kazia, you the left, please. And the other two can, of course, walk safely behind. How does that sound? Perfect. Very well. All right. Beatrice, um, Kazia? I look over at Kazir, sort of raise an eyebrow, and then I join up on Conrad's left flank. <laughs> Beatrice uh, rolls her eyes at Kazir and then also lines <laughs> up on the right flank. Good. Um, behind them. Sevia is actually going to uh, grab on to Fall's wrist and she's going to lean in and be like, he may say he's not scared, but um, I am. So uh, into the breach we go. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, me too. <laughs> sure. At least, uh, at least we're doing it together. All right. <laughs> So, <laughs> they're both very anxious. Yeah. Oh, so Where we go? Yeah. We stride into the <laughs> gates of Barovia. Um, as you pass through the gates, they come uh, swinging closed. 
Okay, that's not great. That's not a good look. I look around to see if anyone is like manning them. Like ups yes. up the house of Blay. Uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, 12, so 14. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anyone manning them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Kazir's just going to break off. After walking maybe the equivalent of 35 feet in the pattern <laughs> assigned, he's going to break <laughs> off, <laughs> um, go back to the gate and just sort of walk up to it with the intent of walking through. Do the gates reopen again? Like, is this a they proximity thing? They do not. Good to know. I will rejoin my flank. <laughs> okay. uh, when the gates closed, I'm assuming... Did they make a loud noise? Uh, yes, because it's a Sevia, pair of iron gates slamming closed. Yeah. Uh, Sevia flinched and kind of clutched her book really close to her and then, like, visibly relaxed. Okay. Excellent. She probably put Fall's wrist in a death grip for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when that happened, Fall probably just went like, mm, ambush, ambush time coming soon. <laughs> just looking around. <laughs> All right. Um, excellent. I guess like Conrad with that perception check hasn't seen any other possible like attackers that are visible at least. Um, no. Like, well, no. Disconcerting, but I'm sure there'll be another way out if we need to. Uh, excellent. Well, let's uh, let's see what we can find. I suppose. And he's like the hand, like holding the rapier, is like trembling a little bit, but he keeps like stride on. Okay, let's keep going. Um, okay. As I walk back from the gate to rejoin the group, um, do I see Sevia and or fall jump a little? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so Sevia jumped and Fall just sort of said things. Whipped around, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, he'll just, he'll walk past probably Fall um, mm-hmm. and give you like a little elbow nudge. Just be like, and just give you a nod and just, just courage. We're all, we're all feeling it. Don't worry. <laughs> And then just keep walking. (laughs) Paul just does like an extremely insincere, unconvincing (laughs) grin back. Like, "Eh, doing great. (laughs) Which is an expression Paul tends to have a lot, by the way. (laughs) Um, So I take it you continue to follow the road? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think we are hesitant to exit the road. I'm um, keeping an eye out for like any flowers or anything. Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> nice flowers. What? So, what kind of pace are you taking? Are you taking a slow, medium, or fast pace? Medium. Medium. Okay. Wouldn't go any faster than medium. Wouldn't go faster than medium. No. He's already yeah. had to walk six hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, we walked for be... six hours. We're yeah. tired. You're yeah. covering. Yeah. You're covering three miles an hour at the moment. Okay. 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 So. Uh, So, I'm a, I, yeah. Conrad will just be like, he'll be walking forward, but he's going to just be like looking around constantly, like um, just to make to keep watch to see if there's any 
Any yeah. new things that we can spot or any yeah. potential people? Um, yeah, like what do we see? Are we in like a so, cityscape or just um, no? Like you're still you're still still within the woods. So uh, there's oh, these so okay. towering okay. yeah oh. uh, these towering trees uh, whose tops are almost lost in heavy grey mist, and they block oh. out all but a death grey light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another, and the woods have the silence of a forgotten grave, yet exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream. <laughs> so I think Connor is striding less and less as we continue along, and him checking around is more, more, mostly now him just surreptitiously out of the corner of his eye, just checking to make sure that Kazia and Beatrice are still at least in a potential flanking um, position. Uh, fall. Yeah? About half an hour into, like, half an hour after reaching the gate, mm-hmm. um, you catch the scent of death on the air. Ah, oh, one of my favourite bouquets. Mmm, <laughs> perfume. <laughs> <laughs> um Ford just suddenly stops and just goes shit um stay back guys what I stop uh, uh stops uh Sevia yes. jerked to a halt when Fall stopped either there's some um carrion somewhere nearby or there's been some sort of slaughter ahead I can smell the scent of death uh, oh. Okay. Hmm. Um, Can we smell it at all? Well, now that it's been brought to uh, roll me a perception check. All of us? Uh, uh, every, yeah, everyone except for four. <laughs> How good your nose is. Six, 16. Uh, 13. 14. Um, okay, so Kazir and Conrad, you managed to pick up on it. Um, Sivia and Beatrice do not. He wrinkles his nose. Is it? <laughs> oh, okay. I hesitate to ask. Is it like a natural decay? Like an animal has just, just the died? Se- it, is yeah, the like it is the scent. It is the scent of a rotting corpse. Oh, okay. So that could oh, be animal. God. Ugh. You don't. Yes, know. no, I can smell that now. That's not pleasant. <clears throat> it's it's quite faint, but it is. It is there. Do we know Hopefully, a rough direction? Just um, it's to the south. Judging by, like you, you'd say it couldn't be more than about 20, 30 minutes away into the woods. We can smell death thirty minutes away. Damn, <laughs> stinky. My That's not great. God. <clears throat> um. It couldn't. It couldn't be more than thirty minutes away. Right. So it's that's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. is so that generally in the direction that so we're what walking? Is it? Actually, yeah. What direction? Are actually, we no. Walking? It's it's nowhere near that. It's it's about a quarter. It's it's you. You'd be able to estimate that it's about a quarter of a mile away. Okay, which is more uh, like ten or fifteen. Oh, not even that. It's yeah, yeah. It's like five hundred, yeah. six hundred meters or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Because okay. we are walking I was, I was kind of southwesterly. Yeah. Mm. So to go pure south, 
So it's yeah. a little, little bit... off our track, but yeah. we've been walking for two hours. We'd actually be on oh, no, an hour, so we'd be uh, half an hour. Half, half an hour. An, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing great. Um, so or well, not not even that, not even that. Okay, um, not great. Covered like uh, pulls out his little handkerchief and ties it like puts it over his like nose and ties it behind his head like. Okay, well, hopefully that's just a stench that we're going to have to worry about, not whatever killed whatever it is that we can smell very acutely. Okay, so you follow the scent? Um, what are we thinking of doing? Party vote, I would prefer not to encounter this thing. What, uh, does anyone know what, can you ascertain what direction it's in? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit off the ways of the path. So if we keep going on the path, we're going to get near it, but not like right next to it. Well, that should be safe-ish if we continue along the path then. I guess I, I could to... climb a tree and have a look. If I can see anything. Yes. I'm it's safe for you to do so. Yeah, if I doesn't cause attention, I am a little um, eye-catching. Hmm. No, but my horns might blend in with the trees, <laughs> branches, so I could give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, looks at you pointedly, like, looks at this tree, like, <laughs> I'll yeah. do that. Uh, so, uh, you follow the scent, and it leads you to a human corpse, Ooh. half buried in the underbrush, about 15 feet oh, from the road. Okay. Oh, it's just on the road. Okay. It, oh, about 15, road. about okay. 15, oh. 15 feet, feet from the road. Yeah, I guess I go to climb a tree and then I just see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, his muddy clothes are torn and raked with claw marks. Um, it's clear that crows have been at the body. Oh, which is also surrounded by paw prints. The man has obviously been dead for several days, uh, and he holds a crumpled envelope in one hand. Okay. Um, upon seeing this, um, Fall is going to just, like, put his hand to his mouth like he's going to puke, and then he's just going to walk away and, like, just sit against a tree <laughs> away from okay. it. Sevia uh, is, like, it's, it's pretty rotten, isn't it, and, like, bloated. Yeah. Uh, it's it's starting to get into that bloating stage, I believe. Sevia is frozen. She is not moving. Okay. Looks almost like she's not breathing. Oh god, the stitch is unbearable. Ugh. There's claw marks as well. Have any of you seen anything like this before? Because this is a little bit weird, personally, for any of the dead. Uh, Maimed things that I have witnessed in the yes, it's weird, isn't it? Claw marks, not good. Because uh, he's going to circle back around to that one later. Um, but has he, in his profession, seen anything like this before? Uh, roll me a um, maybe a nature check. Yeah, nature. I was going to. S- I was going to say, with um, Beatrice being a ranger, has she seen something? Yeah, you could, you could also uh, roll me a nature check. Uh, will a three cut it? <laughs> <laughs> it will not. 
17. 17. Okay. So, um, with 17, like, you both immediately, both, both of you immediately think, like, wolves, of course, and then take a moment and think, like, these, these actually are probably a bit big for wolves. Um, and that's where the line of thought stops for, for yeah. Kazir. Uh, for Beatrice. Big wolf. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you, you, um, probably are able to piece together, like, with, with the size of them compared to regular wolves, uh, that it's probably something akin to a dire wolf. Or multiple oh, dire wolves right. that did this. Mm-hmm. Well. I've seen something similar, but uh, this is a uh, uh, bigger. A bit bigger. Like a. Uh, bigger! Not, not just a regular wolf, like a. Uh, how you say? Dire wolf. Big. Ah! Uh. Uh. That's a problem. All right. Uh, is there anything happening with the body? Like it's just a it's decayed just... corpse, and it's got an envelope in its hand. It has an envelope in its hand. Well, being the cleric boy, that's that's this is what I do. I go up to dead bodies <laughs> and poke them with sticks. <laughs> um, so I will. Um, yeah, I'll say a quick prayer of uh, strength to my deity. Um, I'll get a little bit of cloth and just sort of cover my face and I'll readjust my cloak to make sure that it's still hanging over my back and my sides. Um, And then I will walk up to the decaying body and I will kneel over it and say a quick prayer. Okay. You you do so and... Um, yeah. And then as I finish the prayer, uh, well, yeah, he won't mind. And I go for the envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, the, you, you notice that there is a, it is still sealed, um, with a wax seal with a large B set into it. Uh, the letter B, not the, not the insect. Um, <laughs> oh my god, and it's sticking oh, no. out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm allergic, uh, my one weakness. <laughs> uh, the, the parchment is worn and flimsy. Um, Alright. Um, is there any symbology that's still alive, or still alive, still intact on the body? Uh, so is he like a messenger or roll me an investigation check? Uh, okay, investigation that is a fifteen. Fifteen. Um, there's nothing in particular. He doesn't seem to be a a particularly well off man. Um, doesn't seem to be particularly poor either. Just probably like working class. He um, was a ten attractive list apparently. <laughs> Oh, he was oh yeah, I forgot to roll hotness. 
Please don't Damn. let that be a thing in this campaign. <laughs> uh, it was a thing in episode zero, so it is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. that direwolf is a solid seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. gonna happen. Where the third in the do, you, do you wish? Oh, no. Do you wish to do anything with the letter? Um, I'm going to look at it. I'm just gonna like smack it in my hand a couple of times. Um, I'm gonna look back at the party, and then I'm just gonna put it in my backpack for now. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna look around for like a like a, a large rock. Or something. Not like large, but like head size or something. Hmm. If there is one. Okay. Uh, or like a, a nice, unique looking stick. Roll roll me a roll me an investigation check. Oh 19. 19. Oh, nice. Yeah, you you find a decent decent looking rock. I okay. assume this is like headstone kind yeah. of thing you're looking for. Yeah, you, yeah. you find an appropriate rock. Cool. I'm just gonna place it um yeah. you know at his head i guess and i'll do another prayer uh wishing him safe travels to the beyond all right uh um, we'll rejoin the party yeah and cough <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um conrad will also pop over to where fall is kind of like rid of size like hey now very disgusting, I agree, but you may want to sort of get that quarter star prepared, I think, um, <sighs> so that we don't end up like him. Uh, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, <coughs> um, I'll get right on that. Oh. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> Paul is very distressed. Kazir, can you please on, note for me <laughs> in your inventory that you have the KI letter? A I, K I, okay. Interesting. Uh, for note, Sevia has not moved the entire time. Okay, she's fair. just frozen. Fair enough. Noted. Okay, comrade turns around. So possibly wolves of some description, some large description, somewhere in these forests. Not good. Might need to uh, exercise a additional caution. As as if to illustrate your point, Conrad, you all hear a <gasps> in the distance. Why does this keep happening? The, the dramatic <laughs> things keep punctuating everything I say. It's pretty cool, I suppose. But uh, the, anyway, yes, not good. As you see, wolves. Probably good if we all have weapons right. ready. Yes. <clears throat> How far away was the wolf? The, it, like the general direction and uh, like it didn't sound like next to us or anything. Yeah. Roll me a perception check. Six. Six. I mean, uh, doesn't sound too close. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Very faintly, I don't know if anyone's going to hear this, but very faintly, CV is going to say, we should get. Oh. <laughs> okay, wolves, that's something we can deal with. Uh, okay. Let's get moving and um, keep a watch, I guess. Yes, tighter formation, preferably. <laughs> Beatrice pulls out her bow. 
and walks okay. walks towards the group a bit more. Excellent. Okay. Conrad still has his rapier drawn. He just looks, yeah, a lot more, a lot less sure of himself. He's like, well, let's continue carefully in some direction along this road. Yes. Okay. So you continue along the road and uh, let's say so it's been, it's been about at this point, it probably has been about half an hour since you uh, went through the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be, yeah. So, and then when, um, while you're working that out as a note, someone definitely had to give Sevia a nudge in order for her to actually start moving. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, four would probably be like, um, uh, come on. It's, uh, it's just wolves. Let's, right. uh, wolves. let's yes, get going. Uh, are you still uh, moving at a regular pace? Probably a bit quicker now. I imagine we'd all be a bit quicker. Well, it's yeah, quicker. I'm not sure yeah. if we're moving fast, but we are definitely moving like the fast side the of fast the medium, I'd okay. say. <laughs> we're power walking. Okay. Definitely a lot more alert. Yeah. <laughs> like if it were a sliding scale, we're right up against fast, but I don't yeah. think we're also, energy. Um if they come across like a mud puddle, um fall is gonna like rolling it <laughs> to hide his scent. Okay. Probably he's gonna like start doing it and then pause, take off Conrad's um coat. Then oh, continue yeah. to bring it so the coat like, doesn't get dirty. If like Fall looks up, Cor is like frozen in like this like expression of like abject <laughs> horror and rage. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> Fall does not explain right. this. So after <gasps> at this pace, after about 40, 45 minutes of travel, um, you come up to the uh, village of. Well, you come up to a village. Oh, cool! Um, awesome. Yeah. We're alive. Yeah. Look over at the mud covered fall and I just sort of have a slight chuckle to myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, tall shapes loom out of the dense fog that surrounds everything. The muddy ground underfoot gives way to slick, wet cobblestones. And the tall shapes become recognizable as village dwellings. The windows of each house stare out from pools of blackness. No sound cuts the silence except for mournful sobbing that echoes through the streets from a distance. I choose the direwolves. Sevia has definitely had a chance to uh, calm down a bit in the 40 minutes and uh, she's going to be like, well, I... um, I will admit this is not a uh, what I was expecting when we said we wanted to find civilization, but um, I'm sure there's some kind of inn, maybe, or some maybe people are just you know this this isn't much dissimilar to a university campus uh, near exam time, so um, I'm I'm sure this is maybe just not a normal occurrence for this village, and maybe we can find someone a little. Happier, maybe someone yeah. important has just died. Maybe this isn't. Uh, maybe this is scary, the widow of that person. <laughs> right. In which case, we could maybe bring them some joy to know mm. that their partner has been discovered, uh, or maybe we can just find an inn or at least somewhere dry, and we can, uh, you know, maybe f- 
stop somewhere and eat and then maybe continue on our way out so before nightfall you you are collectively uh coming in from the east of this uh this map here yeah all in all, I mean, the decor, you know, and the general disposition isn't really a problem. I mean, this is a good thing. We found some lodgings, possibly, probably no walls, hopefully, and um, quite possibly even a bath. So that's, 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 this is, this is good. So it's sort of like talking to mainly to himself, but allow it. And again, talking to myself, not very good. <clears throat> good. Beatrice just looks around at everyone and says, if we proceed, we proceed with caution. Yes, what she said. Yes. Absolutely. That sounds very wise. Yes. Okay, um, we proceed. Has, has anything happened in like the time we've been standing around making a lot of noise to indicate that there are people in this village? Um. Well, there's there's the there's the cry from a distance. Mm. Um, I just mean like in a more immediate vicinity, like in a town that's silent. We've all been standing here uh, making noise. Has anyone come to check on us? Not, no one's come to check on you. No. Okay. Could we I, see any like faces in windows or? Um. Roll me a perception check. Was not half bad. That's a seventeen. And a nat twenty again. Why am I rolling them out of combat <laughs> for stupid things? Five. Sixteen. Okay. okay. So. Uh, twenty-three. Wow. Oh wow. Oh yes, I've yeah. been twenty-two. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone above a. 15 um you do see that there are there are occasionally people uh staring out of windows in some of the houses okay um, not uh, what well, not so much staring but uh making quick glances out you know uh upon second reflection uh this, this continues to be a lot like a university campus near exam time, but I'm feeling less and less comfortable with that. So maybe we should just walk straight through this town and find a bit of wood, because at least in the woods, uh, no one was staring at us, uh, as far as we could tell. So maybe we should just walk straight through. I would like to take it a bit slow. We walk our way through town, see what's around, and maybe... Yes. Uh, I mean, there's people here. None of them have actively come out and attacked us yet. So, no, so good sign, good sign. You know, Worried, yeah. maybe someone here will be able to give us a bit of a heads up as to where we are, how we get out. I'm worried why they all seem to be uh, all staying indoors so carefully. If this town is under military command or something similar, I that's very concerning. Well, that's one way to find out. You are... Uh, Make a valid point. Let's uh, let's find out. Yes. <laughs> All right. As we're getting like to actual civilization, um, mm. Kazir is making a 
considerable effort to keep adjusting his cloak and he's actually going to put his hood up, not fully mm. covering his face, but just sort of at brow line. Okay. Just so that it's there. Because, mm. you know, tiefling. Yeah, yeah okay. that's fair. So is there yeah. anything in particular that you are looking out for? Kazir is looking out for an establishment. Yeah, um, looking so, for a tavern. Yeah, looking yeah. for a tavern, looking for a, um, a place of rest, place of food, um, a place of, like a market square. Mm. Uh, or, yeah. or secondarily stables, but yes. Yeah. I think Sevia is, is also keeping a lookout to see if there are any indicators of like churches or like any places of worship and what they may be worship. Uh, as well as like the other establishments, but I think she she is maybe thinking like if this is like the fairy tales, you know, what god is there watching them? Okay. Mm. Um, so following along the main road, heading west, um, you probably the first uh, major kind of establishment type building that you uh, come across is. Uh, one where sparse light from the building spills out from behind heavy drawn curtains. And there's a sign over the door, which creaks on its hinges, which reads Bildris Mercantile. Um, as you make your way around to where the door of this place would be, you also manage to see on the opposite side of the road, um, nestled away, um, uh, a single shaft of light thrusting illumination into the main square. Um, the brightness looking like a solid pillar in the heavy fog. Uh, above the gaping doorway to this building is a sign that hangs precariously askew, proclaiming this to be the Blood on the Vine Tavern. Okay. Well, uh, looks fun. Certainly not at all ominously named. Mm. It's a tavern, though, so probably the best place to pop in and see what the locale are like, possibly, or if, again, they are just all peering from their windows and that's sort of all they do. Um, yes. And also, quite possibly, they might have a bath there, which I am quite excited about, um, even if the name is... Ominous, but you know, I mean, all names can be quite ominous for taverns if they're very good ones or very bad ones. Um, yes. <clears throat> well, shall we check out the tavern? Let's. Why not? Yeah, yes. Good. Be excellent. Beatrice shoulders her bow, but then uh, places one of her hands very uh, tentatively on the hilt of one of her daggers. That's okay. fair, yeah. Connor also shares, like, she uses rapier. Um, and then just kind of walking like, through town with a rapier. No wonder they're looking at us through the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think we're the issue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Walk around with Hobbit. <laughs> so, Excellent. Well, you know, cautiously yeah, make her way towards yeah. the tavern. Okay. 
So you enter the tavern, uh, and yeah, you see there is a blazing fire in the hearth, the hearth, uh, which gives scant warmth to. There's a few people within within the tavern, um, the including uh, there's a barkeep behind the bar, uh, three um, three women. Uh, sitting together and a man uh, who uh, yeah um, yeah uh, yeah um, yeah a a man who is actually I I can give you an image of this man Um, (laughs) important he's important Relevant scribe it for the podcast. Is yeah, is he is. He's three that I'll keep judgment till I see him. Uh, <laughs> it's I'd, a good shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's three and a half at least. <laughs> I mean, depending on what you're into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's got he's got a he kind like of an... rugged charm to him. Uh, yeah, he looks like if the hound him. from Game of Thrones, like wasn't the hound from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. No, he looks like a, a mixture of the hound and Jamie Lannister. Like, if they had a, yeah. a love Oh, child. this is yeah. ripped tonight yeah. for Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Not to call you out on the podcast uh, or anything. Thank you. How are you doing okay. playing D&D, Emily? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. okay. this man. <laughs> Cautiously. Okay. So yeah, um, so that that is the uh, one of the the figures in the tavern. Uh, Full is going to go directly to the fireplace, start warming his hands, and then actually put his hands briefly into the fire because of his fire resistance. <laughs> okay, uh, not enough to like injure, but like just like. <laughs> are you actually putting your hands into the fire briefly for a Brief- second? That's. <laughs> That's still uh, two points of fire damage because mm. that was four, four half to two. Damn it! You can't. You may be resisted, but you can't just put your hands in fire. It's like if you, yeah, I guess. Cora <laughs> just like stares over falls. Like, well, they're occupied. They're keeping. Yes. Well, that's very normal. Hmm. Uh, well, <clears throat> he's got his hard flaps. Try to like psych himself off as he like is he's looking intensely at the like the barkeep. Um, okay. just, like contemplating something. Okay, Cont- well, try to psych himself up to go um, over and talk to him. But yeah, I have a, I have, to them, I don't know. Well, yeah. Okay, um, the barkeep is a kind of pudgy man. Um, you you notice that he is just seems to be uh, in the process of cleaning glasses one after another. Um, After he finishes the process, you notice um, that he starts over. (laughs) Keep yourself busy there. I'm I'm just going to say, need work. (laughs) Big NPC energy. If my boss is listening legally, that is a joke, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but me at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I kind of like 
Okay. <clears throat> and he kind of walks up, uh, tries to stride up, be like, Hello there! Good sir. Sylvia uh, has if, walked up with him. <laughs> okay, his his head goes up blankly to look at you from his work. Okay. You you notice you notice um, that there doesn't really seem to be much in the way of life behind his eyes. He's a literal impossible sir. He's not. He's retail. not. Yeah. He's not yeah. dead. He's he's clearly oh, living. He's clearly living. He's a customer service. Like that's there's, there's no, there's no. Yeah. It's like lights are on and nobody's home, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Um. Hello. Uh. We are passing through the town. Um. Relative newcomers. Wondering about. Uh. If you could tell me anything about this place and. Uh, do you have any drinks on supply or something? One copper for a glass, one silver for a pitcher. Alright. Well if it'll cost one then sure. Um he kind of like reaches into one's pockets, I suppose, and pulls out like um he pulls out a gold piece and then like kind of um puts it uh, on, onto the counter. Like, will that cover it? He go. He goes to pour out ten pitchers of glass. <laughs> like, ten pitchers of wine um, hands you hands you some glasses and then goes back to cleaning those left over. Okay, but... Oh. Uh, okay, but, um... Any information about where we are? Could you do you have a name? Eric. Eric. Okay. Nice to meet you. And what town have we found ourselves in? He continues to clean the glasses. Sorry, I mustn't have been loud enough. What town have we found ourselves in? You won't get much information out of him. Uh, you you turn to see uh, one one of the three women um, call out. The other two kind of giggling quietly to themselves. Conrad like flushes with embarrassment, and Kyla looks like frustrated, <clears throat> like, annoyed that like they they giggling, and then she's like, "Yeah, he's hollow. Oh. Nothing behind the haze." Okay, Hello. well. I've people like that. Got no soul. You can not have a soul? Normally no, but uh, here in Barovia, sure. <laughs> we are in... Oh, um... Okay. I almost said Ross. Sevia uh, is going <laughs> to grab one of the... Uh, like she's going to juggle everything she's holding. She's going to grab one of the pitches. She's going to grab a couple glasses and she's going to walk over to the lady's table. And she's <laughs> going to be like, uh, on us, uh, could you tell us some more about um, where we are and what, how he doesn't have a soul? Is he the only one? Oh, far from it. So before we tell you anything, 
Who are you? Why do you not know so much about uh, Barovia? Uh, I'm. My name is Sivia. Uh, uh, I'm a. I'm a wizarding student at the Grand College of the Arcane in Dorham. Never heard of this uh, Dorham, but uh, pleasure to meet you, Sivia. And she uh, puts her hand out to shake yours. Uh, the name's Aoife. I shake her hand and I say, wonderful. Um, yes, and to, to answer your, your other question, um, we, all of us, we only arrived here um, yesterday. Uh, we, we walked through some weird and uh, as yet to be known wonderful circumstances. Uh, we have found ourselves in quite a strange place. Uh, we've been walking through the woods uh, for about seven or eight hours at this point. Um, we were mostly hoping to find a civilization and somewhere to rest uh, before continuing on, but uh, this all seems a little weirder than we thought. Interesting. Uh so how how did you find yourself here? Through a pillar of fog. Hmm. And then, you know, through uh, through some weird plane full of crawling hands, and then more literally by walking through the woods, as previously uh, stated. Interesting. I'm uh, Eva. These are my. Uh, my sisters, Cersei and uh, Maeve. Wonderful to meet you. You interested uh, in uh, hearing about the future at all? Oh, uh, as in like a like a card reading, like at a carnival? Oh, nothing so uh, nothing so uh, cheap. Oh, um, well, uh, I mean, if the future will give us any information about the present, I'd love to hear it. Very well, mate, and I suspect, uh, I suspect you're here for a reason, and, uh, even if you're not, I'm sure Mother Eve would be, uh, keen to know what you're doing here. Mother Eve? Is Mother Eve like a goddess or a person? Oh, she's a person. She's the, she's the uh, the archdruid of our oh. uh, of our folk. Wonderful. Um. So, so are you three druids as well? <laughs> no, no, we've got no such dedication to to the spirits. Uh, ourselves, we prefer to deal in these kinds of spirits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Kazir. I'm just gonna butt in here. How y'all doing? Hi. Um, uh, this is my uh, friend Kazir. Hi. We've Sorry. Sorry. I just remembered. I got something that uh, you asked me a question before, and I got an answer for you. Um, if you won't, uh, we won't disturb anyone. Uh, do you want to join me outside real quick? And oh, I walk outside. Um, I uh, Kizzy is a very considerate. Um, 
I will be back uh, for that talk of the future. Uh, ladies, thank you. Uh, and then I will follow Kizzy outside. Okay. What? I don't remember asking you a question. Uh, no. That was a, uh, a top tier level ploy to get you outside. Uh, I've picked up a few things on the streets and uh, uh, they don't suspect a thing. So. What? They, they seem perfectly lovely. I don't know why you're, unless you think I can't handle a situation. I think you can handle the situation fine. I just think they can handle it a hell of a lot better. What, what are they doing? Why do they know so much? And why are they so interested in us? And why, might I ask, are they dealing with these kinds of spirits? Um, well, for one, they just seem like perfectly nice people. Uh, and some of the first people we've met who have not been either bloated or hollow uh, since we arrived and found each other. Uh, Two, I personally thought they were making a fun little pun about being in a tavern, Kizzy. Uh, but if you think I can't differentiate a joke from an ominous warning, then I guess that's <laughs> on you and me. Um, and I don't know, I just... They seem like they know something, and, and at the moment we know nothing, so... Well, I bet they do know something. But I'm just concerned that the first people we run into that ain't, that ain't afflicted are offering all this information. And they're making jokes, you say, about spirits and stuff. And they know everything. And they're completely cool with the fact that people don't have souls. And they're laughing about it. To me... That ain't right. I'm just saying we should move with a little bit of caution. I'm not saying I think it's right. But we are a group of loud and colourful people who appeared in town, started asking questions about what plane of existence we're even on. It makes sense that they'd be interested. It... Oh, I don't know. I'm being an idiot, aren't I? You're not being an idiot. I get it. You're you're a friendly person. You expect other people to be friendly. And I get that. I was like that once. Well, you don't, because that's not what it is at all. I don't do people, Kazir, and people don't do me. So, uh, look, I'm just trying to be helpful. And if what I can do is talk to people, if what I can do is learn, then so be it. That's what I do. Unless you want Conrad to be the one doing all the talking for us, I'm sure he'd enjoy that. Because he has a little bit of a thought to himself and then checks it off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sure you can handle yourself. And I don't know what you're saying about you not being a people person because from what I hear and from what I've seen over the last you know, couple of days... You seem to get along with everyone and everyone seems to get along with you. So, you know, all I'm saying is just, just be careful. I don't, you know, in my line of work, that stuff is a red flag. 
it's a big red flag. We don't like that sort of stuff. And usually that stuff is bad. Okay. Okay. Um, well, do you want to talk to them with me? You probably know more than I do if what they say is going to be something that leads us astray. So if we talk to them together, it's harder to fleece two of us than one of us. I mean, I'm happy to do it as a full group. I don't want to, you know, take responsibility for anything. I don't want to be in charge, but I'm just, you know, that flew up, that threw up a lot of flags for me. And I'm, I'm, I just don't want, I mean, in here, in Barovia or wherever the hell we are, you know, you're one of the five friends that I have here and I don't want you to be led astray. So, you know, Oh, just trying to keep an eye out for you and for the rest of the group. That's, um, um, sorry, sorry. Um, she gets a little quiet and she goes, I, um, <laughs> um, it's not, I don't share this. I, I, um, I haven't had a friend in about a decade. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I do think they might feel a bit threatened if we turn up with five people, including many of us with swords. Um, but uh, maybe we let the others know that we are talking to them and to keep an eye out. And uh, we can go back and start drinking some of that wine and getting them to drink more of it than us and uh, see what they have to say. I think that's a very good idea. Good. Good. Thank you. All right. Thank Thank you. And sorry about the friend thing. If I stepped over a line. No, 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 no. Um, that's, that's Pat. I'm not qualified. No, for no, no, no. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's fine. Um, no. it, All right. it, it means yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hopefully that friendship continues when we get home. Yeah. Well, cause I don't think I've seen you around Dorham. <laughs> I know they don't like me around Orem. Well, you know, horns, <laughs> teeth, skin, and other. You yeah. certainly are a picture, but. Um, well, you know, you haven't seen the half of it. Anyway, <laughs> let's go talk to some definitely normal people. Yeah. Meanwhile, let's back in cabin while this has been going on uh, <laughs> yeah what have Beatrice Conrad and Paul been doing talking to the hot old guy no <laughs> <laughs> they've been telling our party secrets to the three chicks oh, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the, yeah, the guy Beatrice. he's not old the guy um, he's probably CV is 21 yeah. he's old <laughs> he's, he's probably in his late 20s himself he's just oh. like in, in grayscale oh. Yeah. oh he's younger than Kazir Oh, a lot younger than Beatrice. Wait, how old's Kazia? He's mid thirties. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, we all babies. <laughs> babies. Yeah, you are the yeah. guys babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what are you? Th- what are you two doing now that I personally am having a crisis? <laughs> Beatrice grabbed one of the pictures and went to a vacant table and <laughs> tried to beckon a couple of the others over. 
<laughs> um, Fall went alongside uh, with her and he was kind of like, uh, what, what, what kind of alcohol is this? <laughs> I, uh, I haven't been um, over 18 for that long, so I haven't been able to try many different <laughs> ones. <laughs> Beatrice just shrugs, pours full of glass and hands it over. <laughs> uh, it, it appears to be a fairly basic wine. <laughs> Is it a red or a white? Uh, red. Red. All right, red, probably the grape stuff. <laughs> Let's give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's keep going with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Conrad <laughs> is still at the bar. He's trying to make a conversation with the, with the barkeep. He's like, Bath, do you have a bath? Is there a bath on these premises? He, writes, he like, gets out his like, little like, leather book and he writes, Bath on it and, and like, holds it in his face. <laughs> and throughout the entire interaction, Arik does not look up. From his cleaning once. Hello, am I not? Am I not? Be- bath, where you wash yourself in so you don't smell like you've been walking for 10 million bloody hours. And, and Aoife. Bath. Eventually, Aoife just pipes up like, What about him being hollow? Don't you understand? Well, I mean, there's stupid people everywhere. That's, you know, but they. But there's a difference between stupid and not having a soul. So when you're saying not having a soul, do you mean literally no soul? Do you mean like I no, mean he literally no rhythm, has no you know? soul. There's only so, so many souls to go about in Barovia. Sorry, are you saying that one people have souls and two that that the like of course people have souls? Okay. Normally no, but in Barovia, yes. Okay, I suppose that, 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 that it would be different from my family. All right. Um, hmm. so Not like, in here, it ain't. Okay. Well. Hmm. Unless you're one of us, unless you're a Mointer, then no souls go in, no souls come out. Very strange. This is a very strange day. Mm. Um, You're in a strange place. That is correct, yes. Much to think on. Is there a bathhouse in this established this sort of city area? Quite may I ask? <laughs> Do they exist in this realm? Uh, none here. Uh, you might be able to ask around, but there's, uh, you might be able to find one in another settlement. Uh, oh God! We we usually just use the uh, the pools. Pools, the- okay. Well, I suppose they might be like a some kind of spa. All right. Well, that's good to know, I suppose. Um, hmm. Fun talk. May take you up on this again. Soon, while I contemplate the uh, the existence or non-existence of souls, and he <laughs> picks up his tankard and kind of like kind of awkwardly um, sits down next to um, uh, Beatrice and Fall. 
looking a little bit like uncomfortable. By count, there are still seven pitchers of mediocre wine on the bar <laughs> that we have paid yes. for. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming uh, at this point, Sevia and Kazir come back in. Anna Sevia is going to dart over to the table where you three are, and she's going to be like, um, Kazir and I are going to have an important conversation with the weird old ladies. Uh, if anything looks dangerous, uh, please do something. Thank you. Uh, and keep an eye on the man, too. I do not know if he has a soul or not. And frankly, I, I'm just, yes, uh, prepared. Yes, bye. And oh. then she goes off to rejoin Kazir and go to the old ladies distraction well, you, didn't, I guess. you didn't say if they I were old or not they're, they're middle age middle okay. age ish so it's just my mother <laughs> 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 I mean that in the kindest way possible <laughs> and Emily knows I do <laughs> she's not wrong she's not wrong uh, no okay. anyway uh so as Kazir and Sevia are walking in, I'm uh, in the middle of uh, describing the difference between uh, hares and rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sevia is, as much as she did start the way to tell the others, she is very fascinated by this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so rabbits, they, they, they burrow underground to make their nests, but <laughs> hares, they, they nest above ground. And that's, that's another one of the differences. And there's... <laughs> So many people, people use them interchangeably, but it's, uh, anyway, sorry. Hi, how are you? <clears throat> we didn't, we didn't meet properly before. Yes. Uh, like I said, Ooh. ladies, this is my friend, uh, Kazir. Uh, yes. uh, he, he's interested in hearing about the future. Anything you have to say about the present and where we are. Well, uh, with, the present. we've pretty much covered it. Aoife, Cersei, Meeve. And, uh, yeah, there's Barovia, uh, and, uh, if you want to know about the future, then you'll have to see Mother, Mother Eve. And if you don't mind me asking, like, what, um, <clears throat> well, I mean, obviously, this is going to be a real rude question for normal, you know, like, the humans over there, but. Being a tiefling, it's a fairly common question. What are you? Uh, we we are we are we are uh, of the uh, Mointer. We are Mointer and Barov. Uh, some of the more uh, ancient people of these lands, and uh, some of the few who can uh, pass freely between uh, Barovia and the outer, uh, the plains beyond. Cool, 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 cool. Um, what kind of plains beyond? Uh, do you mean things like that plane I mentioned where little hands were crawling everywhere? Uh, Are there more of them? I, the Shadowfell, uh, and the, the other, uh, domains within it. Uh, and the material plane for the most part. Uh, we could probably find our way uh, elsewhere as well, but uh, that's that's and, where we do most of our travelling between. And yet you've never heard... Have you heard of Fierlor? 
don't don't think we have. We we mainly go. Uh, Feyrun is where we tend to find ourselves passing through. Uh, sometimes Orth, right? But uh, mostly Feyrun. That's so Orth, mentioned- not Earth, Mitch. Okay, so that cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll think, oh God! Oh my God, it's <laughs> We are canon! <laughs> so, you mentioned that you can go to the material plane. Hi. Is that not where we are right now? Oh no, you're in Barovia. Uh, one of the domains of dread in the Shadowfell. Domain, domain of dread, domain of... Does Sevia would Sevia know about the Shadowfell and the fact it's been missing? Uh, roll, roll me a uh, either an Arc- an Arcana religion or history check, and keep in mind the Shadowfell hasn't been missing yet. That's about a hundred oh. years from now. I didn't know that. You were just getting like yeah. glimpses of the future from the three uh, pointers. Yeah, okay, so I guess instead my question is, do I know about the Shadowfell? Yeah. So, sorry, what were my options? It was... Uh, arcana, religion, or history. Uh, well, I'm going to go with history, and that's going to make me a dirty 20, baby. Okay, right. so the Shadowfell is um, one of two uh, planes outside of the material that basically overlaps with the material plane in various places. Uh, the other being the Feywild. Um, but while the Feywild is this amazing, vibrant, uh, luscious landscape uh, that that is an extreme positive uh, or, yeah, a, an extremely beautiful uh, mirror to the world... The Shadowfell is quite the opposite. It is it is this uh, dark, dreadful, um, desolate landscape um, that there, there there are accounts of people being um, driven mad with despair from roaming through the Shadowfell itself for too long. There are there are certain areas of respite from that particular effect, um, uh, kind of pocket uh, subdimensions within uh, within the plane, but uh, which you suspect and hope that this uh, supposed domain of dread is one of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is not a very happy place by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um, so Sevi is going to say, "Well, that um, uh, part, uh, parts of that sound quite dreadful, and other parts of that sound quite um, fascinating." Um, just to go back to something you 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 mentioned before, um, you said the barkeep has no soul. I. How? No souls outside of the Montira and Barov. Uh, go get in or go out. So uh, if someone is born and there's no souls floating around, 
to be uh, reborn into it, that the person, uh, the person is born soulless. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, can they acquire a soul? Not as far as I'm aware. Oh, so... But I'm no expert. Their life is decided on source and supply. Uh, Wonderful. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic. Um, Under the table, she's just gonna, she's going to grab onto Kazir's, like, wrist, I assume. He has an arm down by his side. If not, she's grabbing his leg. Uh, Either way, it's, it's, um, now, uh, <laughs> uh, I am curious as to why you said you could tell me the future when what you meant was that the Mother Eve could tell me. Um, it seems like quite an enticing thing to say to someone, only for there not to be a lot of uh, direct follow-up. Not that I am um, complaining about your hospitality it just seems strange I, I don't recall claiming to be able to tell you the future yourself myself uh, sorry sorry that must be uh, my fault then um, you know we're from a we're from a different plane of existence apparently of ways work a bit differently of course you'll forgive my rudeness of course out of curiosity you are familiar with travel between planes. Of course. We are Montair. Right. You've mentioned that a few times. Um, <clears throat> how would someone who isn't a Montair travel between planes? <laughs> there are uh, two ways. Um, the first is to gain passage with a uh, caravan of Mointir. Uh but uh, the the places on these uh, caravans are limited and uh, there's there are uh, shall we say strict requirements uh, the other the other is to uh, Alleviate the pressures of the uh, curses that uh, that lay over this land. There's a curse on this land. Oh, aye. Uh, what are they? The land of Barovia was made as. Well, there's so many different accounts that I can't say which one's true for certain. But uh, these lands are ruled over by uh, by Count Strad. Uh, Count Strad. Aye. Uh, he. Uh, some say that uh, this is. Uh, prison for him of sorts uh, a prison and a torture uh, meant to torment him 
for his uh for his choices, shall we say. Right, and all of you got punished for his choices, or was Barovia born of his Well choices? Barovia Barovia was once on on a world of its own and uh was the it was in life, it was uh, Strad's kingdom, and it was brought into the demi plane of dread, and the people of the land were brought with it. I, uh, I'm, I, uh, I'm sorry to say that. Uh, well, I'm not even sure if I am sorry, but I'm on on my. Um, stories of Barovia they're legends fairy tales <laughs> nothing quite prepares you for the real thing I guess be pretty uh, sick and twisted parents to tell fairy tales of this place to their kids I would have to disagree on that one <laughs> you haven't been there well no. you're not a parent's But I have been here now, and uh, I can tell you that the versions my parents told me did not include hollow people, or uh, quite as many uh, crawling hands and, and decaying corpses in forests. Clearly, they censored it. Clearly. I, uh, I am sorry that uh, your lives could not be the censored versions. Uh, it might be more enjoyable. When you're ready, uh, the, uh, there's a, there's a camp, uh, by, by a, a pool along the river. If you follow the road, uh, and then continue through, don't turn off when there's a crossroads, uh, then eventually, uh, you'll, you'll come across our camp. And there, you'll be able to talk with Mother Eve. Thank you. Um, let me just... Uh, and she digs through her little backpack and she pulls out a spare piece of parchment and a pen. And she's like, just let me write down the uh, directions so I don't forget. Uh, <laughs> the the pool along the road by a river, yes? Aye. You will have to cross a bridge at one point. Cross a bridge. She's writing very fast, and it's very much that, like, that almost Doctor Scribble <laughs> kind of thing. That sounds about right. Almost uh, very much like the notes that I have right now. It's, yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of mixed in with some weird shorthand. Um, uh, meanwhile, um, where while you're doing this, uh, Beatrice, Conrad, and Fall. Uh, you see the 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 man in the corner uh, approach you and say in hushed tones, "I hear you're not from around here. Uh, I I think I need your help." And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Ah! Oh, Oh, we got those Russian accents you <laughs> promised us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one, and then we got a whole lot of Irish. 
Irish, some good yeah. wholesome Irish names. Hey. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Thank, you, all Thank you for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoy, and yes. we'll see you next week. Yeah, Bye. see you next week. See ya. See ya.